0: grace and peace everyone I'm Lola and I'm Dante so this morning we had a pretty good morning which has led to this spontaneous live stream yes. about you can be brave in hard seasons so if you're on here you're definitely someone who is finding what we're saying relevant exactly mm-hmm. for whatever reason maybe you feel like you're in a hard season mm-hmm. maybe you feel like what's happening to the entire world is not impacting you yet, but it's eventually going to impact you on some level. Yeah. Maybe your job has been impacted. Maybe you're someone who works from home, but your mom is out working every week and you're concerned. Mm. That's how it is for us. My yeah, mom, she works at a doctor's office, and the doctor's office she works at is actually in a hospital. Mm-hmm. But she's been doing that for a long time. She eats her ginger and takes her vitamins and uses masks and gloves Mm -hmm. regularly yeah all the time she did that before Mm COVID-19 yeah so whatever reason that you're on here my goal is that by the end of this message you are feeling like I'm okay with being brave at where I am even though I may not have all the answers I may not have everything that I desire I may even be a little bit afraid, but I'm going to be okay with being brave in hard seasons. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts, Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kickback, and listen because your life is about to be transformed.
1: The conversation we had earlier, it made me think that no matter what, everyone has hard seasons. We were talking about stories in the Bible and just, you know, everyone will go through a hard season, but it's never the end of the world that you're going through the hard season. It's just a season and things change things happen things will go for the better so even though you may be going through a hard season or or people are going through hard seasons it's not the end
0: And something you just said (laughs) going through a hard season may seem like the end of the world but it isn't but the reality is is that it can feel like that when you're in that place it can feel like oh this is the end of everything things can't get better Mm -hmm. things won't get better things are only going to get worse it's like no Things will eventually get, get better. better. As long as you have breath in your body, you have hope. And you can hope that something is going to get better, that so something's going to change. Seriously, I got it from Scripture in Ecclesiastes. So it said it's better to be a dog that's alive versus a lion that is dead. Mm-hmm. And if you had to choose an animal to be, what would you be?
1: Out of those two?
0: Out of those two. Well, you know why not, it's my
1: favorite animal that's <laughs> so
0: rude? No, no, no. Not because the dog is alive. If you had to choose an oh, animal okay. to be, a lion or a dog, a lion, what would you be? Most of course, because it's superior. But the writer of that scripture said that it's better for you to be this dog, this inferior being to this lion, mm-hmm. because the dog is alive versus exactly. the lion is dead. So that's where I got that from. If you have... Breath in your body, you have hope. That's where it came from. So a whole deep thing that you guys probably didn't want to know. Anyways, let's get into this. So I'm reading this book called 100 Days of Brave. And it's Mm -hmm. Devotions for Unlocking Your Most Courageous Self by Annie F. Downs. And I'm reading this this morning. And I actually invited my husband in to read with me. I've been inviting my family in to read this book with me. It's been really, really amazing. So this morning, I was like, hey, babe, sit down and read with me. And he was looking at me like, girl, I got stuff to do. Like, you want me to edit this podcast and you're going to be saying something if I don't get it done? Like, ain't nobody trying to come and read with you. So when I said to him, like, let's read this book. And I'm sitting on the bed. He's like, you made a face at me, just so you know. I don't you, remember the face. You definitely made a face. What but was the face? It was a face, like, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's probably true.
0: Yeah, so you made a face. And then I was like, okay, it's only going to take us two minutes to read it. I said, haven't you noticed I read this book every morning? It doesn't mm. take long. And so we started reading this book. Together, day 16, which the cool thing about this book is the chapters are super short. So each chapter represents a day and it can take you like 60 to 90 seconds to read. It does not take long at all. So day 16 says, believe you are never alone. Matthew chapter 28 verses 20 says, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Those are the words of Jesus. Here's what the author writes, Annie F. Downs. She says, When God made it clear that he wanted me to move to Nashville, I was terrified. I barely liked to go to the bathroom alone. I certainly didn't want to move to a new state alone. To live in a place other than Georgia felt absolutely foreign. On New Year's Day, I told two of my best friends, Haley and Molly. We sat on Haley's living room floor as I shared the story, and thankfully they were on my side. The side that said moving was a lunatic idea And I had for sure made it up. If you want to be a writer, Haley said, can't you just do that in Atlanta? There have got to be a lot of Atlanta writers around. For a solid 20 minutes, we brainstormed. Then we stopped and tears leaked down our faces as we realized the truth. God was asking me to be braver than I had ever thought possible. Mm. And it was going to bring sadness to us all. That part hit when I read it, too. It yeah. I was about to willingly walk into a season when I would feel very alone. And when we read that part, immediately, I was like, wow. She knew she was going into a heart season. Mm-hmm. She knew it. She said, I was going into a season where I was going to be very alone. Yeah. After her and her friends tried to reason, they all just stopped. And they were like, dang, we're about to be sad. Yeah. Because I'm losing my friend, not like forever, forever. But my friend is going to be moving to a totally different state Mm -hmm. to pursue this next part of their life. Yeah. You know? And I was like, wow. Sometimes God and our relationship with God is misrepresented. Mm -hmm. Because we feel like, you know, I shouldn't go through a hard season.
1: Yeah. I should be able to make this happen easily. This should all just come to me.
0: I'm even thinking what happens when we're in hard places and I know we didn't discuss this this morning, but this is a thought that came to mind while you were out doing stuff. He was helping my grandmother set up her her iPad and her Zoom and, Zoom. and her email and her FaceTime so she can be talking to people that way.
1: We did a test run. You should have seen her face when we um we got to work. It was like, "Oh, I can see you." Like, yes. Yes, granny you can see me. <laughs> and then I brought her over. Did to the she kids. laugh? She laughed a lot. I took my phone out, doing a zoom meeting and brought it to the kids so she could see them and have a conversation. She's Like, it's not like I can't see you. You live right here but it's cool because i'm seeing you on the ipad so right. it was kind of a weird feeling for her
0: was she trying to talk over you because she does that no, sometimes okay was fine. <laughs> but the
1: funniest part was her trying to leave the meeting at the end i was like no Granny, you gotta hit the button to the top left I, like, I see something on the top right no the top left, top left. <laughs> she still wanted to hit it did, she like, wanted
0: to do what she wanted to do
1: you know how you see people and they hit a button i'm sorry i'm getting off topic so but you know how you see people and they hit that button and they hit it a little too hard and you're like okay now you're gonna break the thing that's what she was doing. I was like, ready, soft, so There it is.
0: <laughs> thank you for helping out, Granny. Oh, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Anyways, I've lost my total train of thought. And then I was thinking about how I said something that wasn't grammatically correct. So my mind has just gone so many places.
1: You were saying that something popped in your mind while I was out helping Granny. Oh, like thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, I was just sitting up and I was thinking about how I've been impacted by everything that's happening Mm -hmm. thank god you and i are in a position to where we don't have to leave home and and do like other people because we're noticing that people's temperaments are changing like they ain't so pleasant no more they be like Mm -hmm. wait a minute i've noticed a little something and changed in myself too i thought i was patient before i ain't COVID 19 patient (laughs)
1: sometimes oh Yesterday.
0: yesterday, my whole family had attitudes, y'all. The entire family. Didn't I say the entire? Oh. Okay, okay then. Okay, Come you on, you included yourself like,
1: on that. babe. All of I us. I was just making
0: sure. All of us had attitudes. That's true. From like the oldest son to our baby girl. She was like, I mean, Leave me alone. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So There's beauty even in hard seasons. There's beauty and there's things that we can gain even when life is strained and things are different and we don't necessarily know what to expect or what to do. And that leads me to our point, you can be brave in hard seasons, even seasons like these. Because God is with us. Yeah, he is. He promised that he would be with mm-hmm. us. What you got to say? Nothing? Or something? No, I'm just like asking you if you have something to say or you don't have something to say.
1: No, I was just thinking that <laughs> even with the story that she was talking about, even though she left and she was in a completely different place, she didn't feel alone because she had God around. And that's how we feel. Because even when we have our hard moments and we're like, I don't know how I'm doing this. I'm struggling. Just think, God is there. And he's like, look, dude. Got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got your shoulder. I got your shoulder. I'm helping you up. So I know sometimes it's hard, but He's got us.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's get back to this. You can be brave in hard seasons because God is with you. You can be brave even when you don't have all of the answers. You can be brave when you don't exactly know what direction to go in. You can even be brave when you're feeling a little bit afraid because bravery does not mean that you're not afraid. It doesn't mean that. It just means that you decide that. No matter how I feel, I'm going to continue to live and I'm going to continue to forge ahead. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, so this is Psalms 32, verses 8 and 9 in the Passion Translation. It says, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. So don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn when I take you where you've not been before don't make me tug and pull you along just come with me
0: and I love the passion translation Mm -hmm. the first time I read this verse in the passion Bible was like last year or something and I was just like oh my gosh it's like the Lord speaking directly to you so that's the comfort that you have in hard seasons Mm -hmm. that he's gonna stay close to you that's what it says it says I will stay close to you instructing and guiding you along the pathway Your life, and he's saying the whole time, like I'm with you, I'll be there. And he's like, don't make it difficult by not listening to me, by being stubborn. Don't make me tug you and pull you Mm -hmm. along. Just come with me. So that's the comfort that we have right now, and that's why Dante and I can say we can be brave in hard seasons. And I just wanted to close, I guess, with this: don't get pulled into the misrepresentation that with God there are no hard times. Mm -hmm. And there are no hard seasons because there are and I think you mentioned that earlier when you said all types of people in the Bible experience hard seasons they do but the promise is that he's there and he was there and God will even show you when you're coming into a hard place which is why we read to you that portion of this book in the chapter before she had talked about how she was super happy one day and she couldn't figure out why she was just feeling bubbly and she asked the Lord she asked him a hard question. Hey, why am I feeling like this? And then all of a sudden, the Lord dropped on her, you can do what you're doing from anywhere in the world. Mm. And and yeah. she knew at that point that she was moving. So over in this next chapter,
1: which is what we read you guys. Psalms chapter 32 verses eight and nine in the Passion Translation. Mm-hmm.
0: Back to this, she knew that she was gonna be moving and she introduced that to her friends And her friends are like, you are plum, poo-poo crazy. They're like, not in the world. You don't need to move. And then after they sat there for a while. Mm
1: -hmm. And brainstormed. Yeah. Thought about it.
0: I guess the Lord was like, breathed on all of them. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you're moving and we're about to be sad for a little bit. We're about to come into a hard season. You know, so don't fall prey to that misrepresentation that you're not going to have any hard seasons. You may have a hard season but God will be with you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can be brave in your heart seasons. And you may have a hard season, but you're not going to lack the things that you need. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lack what you need. You might not be able to go out and get your Starbucks every day, you know, but you're going to have food. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God is going to make sure you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. He's going to make sure you get it. And even in the heart seasons, there's beauty that's to be found. You and I talked about earlier how hard seasons are but a fraction of our lives. Mm, yeah. Hard seasons are but a fraction of our lives. Mm-hmm. The first example that came up this morning was the four seasons that we see in North Carolina. Yeah. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. Mm-hmm. The ugliest season, and, and winter is not always ugly, to be honest, no. but the ugliest season we see is wintertime here. Correct. That's the ugliest season we see, and that's one in four seasons. Exactly. That's just like how it is when you have a hard season in your life. Even with a woman that's pregnant, maybe she has a little morning sickness at the beginning. The end of the pregnancy is not going to be pleasant because she's got to push a baby out, which is a miracle in itself. Yes, it is. But it's just going to be a portion of that pregnancy. And when you get through it, like Jesus said, when a woman gives birth, she forgets about the pain that she endured because you're so happy about the joy that's before you. So that's what it's going to be like for you in your heart seasons and that's why you will be able to be brave and say that I'm not going to quit in my hard place. I'm not going to curse at God Mm. and say God should not be allowing this to happen to me. I'm not going to fall and throw myself down into a pity party. Yes, I may have moments where I need to talk to my friends and be like, I ain't feeling life right now. Yes, I may have those moments, but I'm going to let them be moments and I'm not going to stay there in the say word word okay so I told a really good joke yesterday y'all so we were outside
1: nothing laughing. we
0: were outside watching the boys toss the ball and play football and one of them runs into this dead tree it's been cut down but part of it's still there they didn't cut it all the way to the root It's dead. so he runs into this tree and I'm like are you okay I'm like check the and make sure you don't have any blood I said check front back and all of that and he was checking and then I was like, Oh my gosh, you got a hole in your stomach. And he was like, Where? And I was like, It's your belly button.
1: <laughs> what was his reaction? You didn't like my joke? No, I thought it was, he was, it was like very clever. He was like Like you got me on shut that. Shut up. Yeah, like got
0: that was not even I was like, it's your belly button.
1: And she has been killing belly button for like the last what two weeks now? I don't even know why. She just started coming up and was like, Hello belly button. I was like
0: Who is she talking to? My daughter and I have these quirks that we do. Her word right now is jiggles. Yes, it is. And mine is belly button.
1: Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about like a whole conversation. in jiggles. Jiggles.
0: Like she'll walk up, jiggles. You know, instead of saying good morning, she'll pop up and say jiggles. You know, so that's our thing that we do together. But anyways. Silly.
1: In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, starting off with verse 7, it says, We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. So then death is at work in us, but it releases life in
0: you. So the person that's writing here is the Apostle Paul, and he's writing to this church in Corinth and some other people probably got this letter too but that's why he says so then death is at work in us because he's talking about like the leaders and all that stuff but life in working you so that's the cool thing too about when you're going through hard seasons and God is shaping something beautiful think about winter Mm -hmm. things die we start the trees turn black you know they lose their color it's like that death that death and I'm even thinking about the baptism. How we're baptized and it represents death for us. It represents us dying in Christ. And then we come back up and we're raised and it represents that new life. That's the same thing that happens in winter. Mm-hmm. So even in hard seasons, guys, yeah. just don't lose sight of that. There is something beautiful that's happening in your life. There is something magnificent that God is doing and you just can't see it right now. You won't be able to see it right now, but eventually you will see it. You know, just like winter, we can't see everything that's happening to the pecan tree in my front yard in the wintertime. I'm just like, that tree looks dead. Cut it, you know? And it's like, no, it's not dead. There's life still at work in that. Okay, so let's go back to this scripture because that wasn't the whole thing. If we go back up to verse 8, it says, Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. And these people, these apostles during this time, were dealing with a lot of persecution because they were trying to silence the message of Jesus. Mm. So that's not something that we're dealing with. No. Well, I'm not dealing with it personally. I guess in some countries you could be, but I'm just giving you some backdrop on this scripture. But then he goes on to say, We may be knocked down, but not out. Everything he said, it may be something hard, but God hasn't left us. It may be something hard but it's not unto death. Mm. It may be something hard, but I'm still here and I'm okay. And at the end of the day, what I'm going through is working a far greater eternal glory. It's yeah. working some life in you, and it's even working some life in me. So then we can keep reading down to 18. Probably. All right, and this is
1: verse 13 it says, we have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believe, then I spoke in faith so we also first believe then speaking in faith we do this because we are convinced that he who raised jesus will raise us up with him and together we will all be brought into his presence
0: pause that's how you can be brave in hard seasons
1: mm.
0: he said we are convinced yeah. that the same god that raised jesus christ is going to raise us, us up. up he's going to give us what we need that's how you can be brave in hard seasons it's not because anything that you have in you on your own is because of who God is. Keep
1: going. All right, verse 15 it says, yes, all things work for your enrichment so that more of God's marvelous grace will spread to more and more people, resulting in an even greater increase of praise to God, bringing him even more glory. So no wonder we don't give up for even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. Mm -hmm. We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal, weighty glory far beyond all comparison.
0: Right, do y'all get that? Do y'all get that? Is that hitting for you guys? Yeah. So what I'm dealing with, it pales in comparison. To what I'm going to gain.
1: Exactly. It
0: pales in comparison to this weighty glory. Mm-hmm. This glory from God. Yeah. That I'm going to see. Exactly. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. All right, let's keep going. Well, you had something to say, didn't you? It just made Oh, say
1: it! <laughs> it just made me think about these hard seasons as a fleeting moment. For everything else that's happening to us. Because, yes, you have a moment. A hard season. But think about everything else that's going to happen. God is going to do so much more for you.
0: Mhm. Yeah, you so extra soup I am extra, you but you, baby, you like it. Listen, they don't always see me being extra, but you've seen me extra, like from day one. Yeah. You've seen it and you like it. You
1: like. It. I did marry oh, you, so. Oh,
0: listen. Let me tell you what I did the other day. So I'm on this conference call, right? And I'm talking to someone, and just all of a sudden I started reading So I was like, well, let me tell you something. And I was like, I'm just gonna read it to you. It's much easier if I just read it. And then I started using this other accent to read it. I was like, make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous. And I was like, how would you feel if I read the whole thing like that? And they were like, please stop, I'm already annoyed. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's so funny. But anyways, okay, sorry, let's keep going. All
1: right, verse 18 says, because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but on what is unseen, for what is seen is temporary. But the unseen realm is eternal.
0: Right. So Paul has just given us a model to follow Mm -hmm. to help us to get past the hard seasons. It's one, remember that the same God that did this for Jesus Christ is going to do this for us. Yeah. We're okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And remember that though things are hard, you're not down and out. Yeah. Though they're hard... Though you're being pressed, you're not crushed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not dead, you know? And then he's like, the very last thing we want you to do, don't focus your attention on what you see. He says, so don't fix your eyes on what is seen. He tells you what to do. Focus on the unseen Mm -hmm. thing. Focus on what's eternal. Yeah. And that's God. And that's all of his promises. You know what I'm saying? That's why David could write the beautiful psalms that he wrote when he was running from His kid and saying Lord come save me like it's it's hard father but you will come save me you know what I'm saying that's why he could do that that's why he could say Psalm 46 this psalm is a perfect example of why it's okay to express your humanity and then allow God to pick you up because sometimes as believers and as people who want to encourage and motivate others we don't take enough time with people's humanity and their human level it's like we'll see them and we'll say get up get up get up get up why aren't you getting up it's like no they're a human being treat them as you would treat your little baby if your baby was two years old and fell on the ground and skinned up his leg would you be like come on get on up and come on no you wouldn't do that you would you didn't expect that you're like what like you would you grab the one phone you, you would grab that baby you'd be like oh my gosh baby let me help you out you know you would coddle that baby. And then you would take care of it, Swoon. Mm-hmm. And that's how we have to be with our own wounds. Mm-hmm. That's how we have to be with other people. We can't just tell them, you shouldn't be doing that. You should feel better right now. It doesn't work like that. It does not. People's emotions are different. And we cannot forget that people are human beings at the end of the day. Yes. And it's okay for you to express your very human emotions. It's okay for you to say, I'm angry. It's okay for you to say, I'm sad. I ain't feeling life right now. It's okay for you to say all of these things.
1: Well, Lola's completely right. It's okay for that. In fact, our son was just letting us know, and we want to talk to him regularly about how he's feeling. He was just letting us know, I'm angry about this situation. And we had a conversation with him, and it allowed him to get his anger out. It allowed him to talk to us and let us know how he felt, and he felt better afterwards. He was mm-hmm. able to get that out there and say, look, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for actually Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, yeah, but I'm thank agreeing you for listening. You. Thank you for just letting me get this out of me.
0: Right, because he said, when I don't get it out, it manifests in aggression. That's what he said. And I was like, oh, son, look at you. Look at your brain working and stuff. Oh, you. I was like, yes. And I'm so glad you got it out. Yes. And he'd be like, oh, my gosh, mom, can you just be regular for one moment? I'm like, no. This is how I like to be in life. Okay. So anyways, let's keep going. So it's not Psalm 46 or whatever I said. It's actually Psalm 42 says, as the deer pants for streams of water. So my soul pants for you, God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul In the roars of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go out about mourning, oppressed by my enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Mm. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. That's a model of how you can be as a believer. That's a model of how we as people have to talk to others. It's okay for you to express your humanity and how you feel. You ain't got to act like you feel great all the time. You ain't got to act like you have it all together. God doesn't want you to do that. He doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to be honest because at the end of the day, He knows how you feel. Exactly. Psalm 139, the 139th Psalm says that before the words even leave my mouth, you know them. You know what I'm saying? Before they even leave my mouth, before they even leave my tongue, God, you know them. You know when I rise, when I sit down, you know my comings and going. And it's like we sit up here and we try to front sometimes. And then when we encourage inspire and try to help other people we don't let them express how they feel because we haven't gotten to the place where we can express how we feel
1: Yeah, just made me think of some of my own moments where i had times where i'm like i'm struggling i know exactly how i feel but i can't express it i can't bring it out to you and i can't let you know and god's like no tell me it's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay to let it out
0: sometimes god doesn't want you to tell him things because he doesn't know I was writing the other week, and I was like, God, why why do you be asking us questions? You know what I'm saying? Why do you ask us questions? You already know the answer. He's like, because sometimes when I ask you questions, it gets you to think and to articulate what's going on on the inside of you. You hear me? And then you voice that thing, and you realize it. Mm -hmm. So when God asks us questions, sometimes it's to bring us to a point of discovery and self-realization so that we can say, wait a minute. This is the case. Just like when I got in my thoughts and I was like, I'm patient, but I ain't quarantine patient. Like, I'm having some problems. (laughs) All of us was in the house with attitudes. Every single last one of us. From the rooter to the tutor. From the bottom to the top. To the top to the bottom. Everybody had attitudes. But the beautiful thing is that God is right there. Yeah. Even when we're in those moments. And he's like, "Get get it out. 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 You know, if you have friends, get it out with them, but don't stay there. That's why I preface this whole talk with you can be brave in hard seasons by saying that, okay, it ain't always going to be great. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you won't lack. The righteous are not forsaken. Their seeds don't beg for bread. You won't lack. You will have what you need. You may not have everything you want, but find a place where you can express how you feel. Yeah. Make it moments. Don't stay there. Make it a moment. Don't stay there, but be okay with saying, this is how I feel. And if people are coming to you and they're saying, I don't feel life is great right now. Ask God how to handle that. Mm -hmm. And by all means, don't bulldoze over their feelings trying to give them a solution. People are human beings and we need to treat them as humanity. The Lord told me about a month ago that he said the internet needs pastors. I'm like, I don't know. The first thing about pastors from a biblical level, I was like, I've never studied that. have no clue don't have no book on past i don't even know what you mean yeah. i have no clue even where to start lord you tell me the internet needs pastors and he was just like the internet needs pastors it needs think about what he said and in, in jeremiah i think it's jeremiah 3 and 15 i will give you shepherds after my own heart i'll give you people that are sensitive to my heart people that will guide you what is a shepherd okay lord what's a shepherd it leads it guides it mm-hmm. takes care of something so he's like That's what I want many people to do online. If you're a believer, begin to shepherd these people that you see on the internet. Even if they don't know it, even if you're praying for them from afar. I had a dream the other week where I'm seeing a neighbor's house and some stuff going on at the neighbor's house. And then I'm in someone else's house that I don't know. And the roof of the den was uncovered and a woman came out of the bedroom. She was all happy and jovial and stuff. And then there was a woman sitting in the living room that wasn't as happy. And the woman that came out of the bedroom, there was a roof over the bedroom. Mm. So I'm looking, I see a storm coming. I'm like, we need to close this roof. (laughs) I'm seeing the other houses, they're the same way. And I'm trying to close the roof for them, and it wouldn't close. Mm. The woman who came out of the bedroom that had a roof went back in her bedroom. So she came out of her bedroom, and she came into the living room. And the living room was, of course, uncovered. There was a woman sitting in there, and she was just kind of, she wasn't very life Life-like, like Like she wasn't animated she wasn't jovial she wasn't really happy she was just kind of there and then the woman that came out of the bread room was so happy she was smiling and all of this and that and so i looked up the roof was exposed so i'm like it's a storm coming we need to get these roofs covered right and so i'm looking around and i noticed that i'm looking through the roof by the way like i don't even know how i floated to the top it's weird so i'm looking through the roof and i'm seeing that there are other neighborhood other houses in the neighborhood that are uncovered they the same way so I try to start closing the roof the roof didn't close I don't care nothing about this dream because it's just weird and I mentioned it to you it troubled me Yeah. because I didn't know what it meant and I'm like it's weird like what does this mean so it troubled me and I'm like what does this mean but I'm not getting anything on what it meant so I didn't even tell you all of the dream I eventually told you what the dream meant after I understood what the complete dream meant yeah. and this is what it meant so in the beginning of the dream which I didn't tell you all I actually saw my neighbor's house and they were doing some things at my neighbor's house and it was like a reality show going on Mm -hmm. a reality show being filmed or reality show and thinking about doing a reality show here. it was something so weird but the Lord was like this is what the dream means it's like people us the masses are looking at what's happening and it's like we're consuming it as entertainment Kind of like it's a reality TV show mm-hmm. when, when reality TV shows first came out it's entertainment everybody watched it to be entertained so he's like that's what's happening but what I need for you all to do is begin to pray and cover mm. these people that's why I was seeing these houses that just had no roof houses need roofs
1: yeah, they were or uncovered.
0: everything comes in yes that's why I saw that and he's like the reason I saw the woman come out of her bedroom and her bedroom was covered and she came out happy and stuff and then went back, had no concern for the person in her living room wow. It's because some of us are doing that. Some of us are like, well, I'm okay. If you're there, it's okay. This is a call to action for you if you're there. But it's like, we're like, well, I'm okay. And sometimes things that are not immediately in front of us, we don't think about and we don't respond to. That's a call to action in that dream. Yeah. For you to think about your neighbor mm-hmm. and for you to pray for people, for you to pray for people and for you to pray and to cover them. Everybody, yeah. everybody, we just got to get in touch with humanity, mm-hmm. you know, what we're seeing around us. People have real lives. People are being impacted. Yes. Some people's hard seasons are going to be worse than your hard season. Some people don't have the comfort of knowing Jesus.
1: Yeah, some people are just going through. But that's why we're here as Christians as well, because we are able to pray for others as well. We're able to show compassion while they're going through their hard times. We're able to give them something that they might not have. If they might not know Jesus, we're here to pray for them, saying, look, you may be going through this hard time. Let me see what God can do to help you, because even if you don't believe, I do. And I believe that he can help you as well.
0: Mm -hmm. So just to recap, you can be brave in heart seasons. That whole thought started this morning with Dante and I reading a short little devotional Mm -hmm. and talking about how this woman and her friends all had this aha moment. They all had this epiphany that they were about to enter into a a part of their lives where they were going to be a little sad. Okay. And the woman that was the writer of this book said, I knew I was going into a season where I was going to be alone. Mm-hmm. So we were just saying that we have hard seasons. Yes. It happens. It does. And what we do in those hard seasons, we can follow what Paul wrote about in Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. I think we started reading at the seventh verse mm-hmm. down to the 18th verse, where Paul just realized that, yes, things were bad, but it wasn't unto death. And where Paul told his audience at the time that they didn't need to focus on what they were seeing, but to focus on what was unseen and how even in hard times, there's a inner work that's happening. That's producing something greater than what you're going through.
1: Mm.
0: God is stronger than the struggle. God is stronger than the hard time. God is stronger than the hard season Mm -hmm. and what he's going to allow to be revealed, to allow to, manifest, allow to birth, is going to be greater than what you went through. And then the next part we talked about how we cannot just skate over people's emotions because everyone handles their emotions differently. Yes. And how it's okay for you to express how you feel as a human being. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's okay for you to express how you feel as a human being. If you're not having a great day, you can tell God that you're not having a great day. He already knows how you feel okay he already knows what's going on in your mind without you saying it you know what i'm saying i do he already knows that i remember one day i was coming home this was probably over five years ago i was coming home in my car and something that bothered me and i didn't even want to tell god about it mm. and then the song came on the radio it was like why are you fighting these hands that are trying to hold you mm. and i just broke into tears because i'm like god you already know everything that's going on inside of me. And I still feel like I can't tell you everything Wow! that changed. Like he was like, all right, now that we've had this realization moment, this aha moment. Now let me change it.
1: Mm.
0: You know? So there's beauty in those hard places. God knows what you're feeling. Say how you're feeling. It'll help you out. And then the last part is praying. Remember that other people are human beings. Yeah. And
1: that's it. Well, I'm enjoying this book. This is my first time reading it with her. But what I've gotten from this day, just this one day of this conversation, I'm now really curious about this book. But the title of Just This Day is believe you are never alone. It just perfectly hit me. I was like, I gotta remember that. Because mm-hmm. she came in, she moved, she felt like she was alone, but she realized God is still there mm-hmm. and He's always gonna be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's just the type of love that He has.
0: So, someone asked the question, how did y'all overcome your last heart season? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did have a hard season together. That was before we got married, though. Yeah. It was just, and it wasn't even a long time, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, it was maybe about two months. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, that was maybe about two months, but um. So I probably have more experience getting over hard seasons as an individual versus hard <laughs> seasons, as a unit, which is crazy because we're still learning so many things, yeah. even as we talk on here. Exactly. And we're bantering back and forth, so I don't have an answer for that.
1: I don't either. Uh, but
0: I can tell you how I will get over it. How we will. How we? Yes. Yeah, see. Oh my gosh, it's still so hard to be like us, we, <laughs> ours. I still be like, I, me, mine. She be killing that in my bed. Man, like, listen, and we are like almost two years married, yeah. and I still be like, mine. I was like, I'm turning my TV on. You was like, my TV? <laughs> like, oh, our TV. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> But how would you say we would get over our hard season? I would say that this could turn into a hard season, to be
1: honest with you. I would say, <laughs> for one thing, for reminding ourselves that God is here. Because daily, we need to remind ourselves God is here for us. We try to do a lot of things together to make sure that we are on the same accord because miscommunication will be terrible, especially during a hard season. So Mm -hmm. reminding ourselves God is here, keeping us in motivation, being transparent. And we work out a plan together because even if it's a hard season, it's a hard time. We're doing something that we're struggling with. We talk it out. We make a plan. We work through it and we get God's help. Yeah. As often and as much as possible. And there are times where...
0: Not as often and as much as possible. We get God's help first.
1: First. That is like She's the right.
0: benefit of having access to the Father. Like, sorry. First. No, no,
1: that was perfectly right. First. What about you?
0: That was good, babe. That's what I was going to say. I'm not alone, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not alone. God is with me. And then not only that, now I have a partner yeah. that I can talk to and bounce ideas off of. hmm I can bounce my thoughts off of you and you can send something back to me. So that's the beautiful thing about having someone here. But yeah, we're not like some others, but I think it's definitely a a shifting season, which can be hard, but this could be the beginning of a hard season Mm. because we all of a sudden were thrown into life together at home, everybody. But we all of a sudden... (laughs) home you know what i'm saying so it's like wait a Certainly. minute you know and we're used to functioning and doing our work hmm. on our own yeah so now we're all of us are in each other's space. of course the children need more attention Mm -hmm. so our work days start early but our children's school days we actually let them start later yes and so that we can get time Mm -hmm. to ourselves so I think one thing that we're doing too is being very forgiving Mm. of ourselves you know what I'm saying and each other just like the woman that had the attitude in the store the other day Mm -hmm. I didn't even say nothing to her she didn't. I wanted to. I know you. Didn't. And and the lady at the pizza joint the other day, I wanted oh, wow. I wanted to write in and email that company, but I was like, No, no, no. I said people, these people that are working at these stores, they're having a hard season. Yeah, so I was right. like, Let me give them some grace. So we have to be forgiving. Mm-hmm. We have to be forgiving for ourselves and forgiving for other people. Mm-hmm. Because I've told myself some days I'm okay with not getting all the things done. I did what I could today and I feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Did I do everything? No, I didn't. You know, but I did what I could today. Okay. I'm okay with sometimes saying I have to put my work down because my children need my attention mm-hmm. and their emotions and their development as children is more important than these two hours that I'm trying to get right now. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm shaping my children into the people that they'll be when I'm dead. Yeah. Did that hit? That hit. That hit. That was a super hit. Right. That. That's like a Mortal Kombat uppercut.
1: I was actually thinking the finishing line, but okay, that works.
0: Finish. Her. <laughs> But that hit so let's all be forgiving yes with ourselves and forgiving with others mm-hmm. because
1: some of us are going through hard time
0: right everybody's life is shifted mm-hmm. and be flexible
1: yeah you know definitely
0: my schedule is not the same every day sometimes it's i'll be like man come on children y'all are doing way too much come on let's sit out here at this fire pit <laughs> and let's, let me get y'all together real quick and then i'll go and attempt to do mm-hmm. my work let's leave your dad alone because his work can't wait or like when you stepped out the other day when i had the conference call
1: mm-hmm.
0: i had two conference calls you
1: did back to back
0: mm-hmm. yeah so we hope that answered your question How do we handle hard seasons together? Well, you're making us realize that we may be approaching a hard season already in it and we didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is God is with us. We know that. Yeah. And we're pulling on him first for everything. Then we're utilizing the fact that we have each other. Yeah. And from there, we are being forgiving to ourselves and to other people and each other. Yes. Yeah, and then the last one was... Uh, similarity. Yeah. Something else that I saw in this book on productivity, because I'm reading, like, several books at once. <laughs> I'm not even... Our, I know it's you. Our TVs don't get turned on until after 5.30 yes. in the day, most occasions, and... Our children are limited to two hours of screen time. Mm -hmm. And my oldest son tried to hustle me today. He Mm -hmm. was like, well, what if we start our screen time at, what did he say? Three o'clock? Yeah, three o'clock. And then we end it at 5.30 and we can have game time. And I was like, what kind of game? Are they games Mm -hmm. on a screen Mm -hmm. or a board game? I was thinking games on the Xbox. Uh, Then you would get more than two hours of screen time, sir. Who are you trying to play, first of all? (laughs)
1: he was a mastermind he's like i got this she's gonna be convinced i got her
0: Mm -mm. so let me tell you this hack that i got from this productivity book and the author's name is tanya dalton and you're like why does she close her eyes let me explain to you my quirks since y'all are going to be seeing more of them i'm not going to keep holding back the stuff that i do but i close my eyes because i can see things visually in my head and i actually looked at that book in my head and i saw the name and then i recited it too so i use some visual recognition but the the thing that the woman said in the book she, first of all she has a company where she helps people to be more productive you know and she's not saying get busy get busy get busy she's like let's organize things do things a smart way and then at the end of the day you realize that you cannot do all the things mm-hmm. you got to prioritize what is important in your life everything is not a priority Yeah. and most of us let's be honest we make everything a priority and we don't mm-hmm. know how to prioritize mm-hmm. because in our heads everything matters but it doesn't everything does not matter and everything is not equal yeah. oh this is how she started that it was so so good she said she was in the middle of the floor one day turning from place to place to try to figure out what to do mm-hmm. she was like turning around in circles okay here it reminds me of like little kids going around in circles mm-hmm. confused and stuff having circle time on the kindergarten carpet or something But she said she was going in circles trying to figure out what to do next and was physically moving her body. Uh And she just broke down and started crying. That was her breaking point where she realized she was not going to try to be doing all the things all day long. Mm -hmm. That she was going to figure out what mattered most and do it. So this is what she suggested you do. You take a jar Mm -hmm. and when you accomplish something, you put something that represents your accomplishment in the jar. Oh, okay. So you fill it up. So that way at the end of the day, you're not feeling like... because i didn't get this done everything wasn't done to where you can actually see i I did do something yeah i like that yeah it was really good but that ain't what we are supposed to be talking about but i had to share that part really quickly it's really really good all right y'all we're out of here let me think of what else we got to tell you so we released two podcasts this week they didn't come out on our normal days because our life like i said has shifted yes it has Our podcasts are supposed to come out on Sundays and our blogs on the smokingprophet.com are supposed to come out on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. But life has shifted and I'm gonna be okay with being a human being and not a robot and not being perfect because God is. And I don't have to get everything done. So why are you smiling, mother? Straight up. That's how I feel. Straight up to my face. Her face. Straight up to my face. Okay. So we did release two podcasts this week. One was very short, it's like two minutes. Just Mm -hmm. some short encouragement and the other message is what you can do to spiritually prepare for change and disruption that one's longer go and check them out on the smoking profit podcast which is available wherever you listen to podcasts we will be back to our regular schedule of doing podcasts on sundays and blogs on wednesdays but we're going to have to adapt to our new schedule. Yes, we will. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In our new schedule and what we're having to do at home and with the kids and really, really becoming fake me out homeschool teachers. Oh, yeah, because they get their packets too. They already have them. Oh,
1: um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right now our children are on spring break, mm-hmm. so we've relaxed their schedule a little
1: bit. But starting Monday, they back to it.
0: I'm so glad I have you because you're great at math. So they come to him for math. They they come come to to me for reading reading in English. And (laughs) on most occasions, our kids go to you for their issues.
1: That's, I think, most occasions? I say some.
0: I was like, I'm right here. Why don't you ask me? (laughs) Why are you asking? He's doing something. He's on his computer. But I'm sitting right here doing nothing. Ask me a question. Uh, uh, that's okay, mommy. (laughs) That's how I knew they were trying to play me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we should be back to our normal schedule for blogs and podcasts in May.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm Most thinking definitely. April. Let me explain something to you all. And we talked about being forgiving to yourself and being forgiven to other people and being flexible. But that's you saying, life looks different right now. I cannot perform the way I was performing before this happened. Mm. I need to give myself time to gain my bearings in this new place that I'm in. And then once I do that, I'll bring more on because sometimes what happens is we never try to pause to shift. We try to just keep going. Mm. And when we do that, we take on too many things and now we're juggling too much stuff. And all of a sudden we're overwhelmed and we're sinking slowly and we don't even know it. So, it's okay for you to say, yeah, that's how I did stuff before, but right now I'm adjusting things. <laughs> it's okay for you to say, I got to adjust stuff. But seriously, so be forgiven with yourselves. Guys, we came on here to say you can be brave in hard seasons, and I think we are just now realizing that we are in a hard season. Yes. We just hadn't noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we all had attitudes the other day. I'm Full serious. House. Five. adults children the cat was even on edge he was like <laughs> shh, shh. he was running around the house acting crazy like all of us all of us all of us all of us but we're out we love y'all all thank right. you so much have an amazing amazing saturday